0: Welcome back to the Success Stories podcast, Shreya. Yeah, what was your small win of the week? Oh,
1: this is a tough one. Have I had one this week? Mm. I think I'll have to give it, give it a think. Why don't you start with yours and then maybe something will pop into my hand.
0: Okay. Uh, my small win of the week was I went grocery shopping yesterday and I got everything sorted for like planned every meal that I need to have before the time I move so like hopefully if I run through my schedule of eating yeah then I will clear my fridge out by the time Sunday comes and I can start fresh at my new flat awesome which that's probably great. won't end up happening because I'll probably, like, get overeats. I'll probably snack on everything. Yeah. Probably have a day where I, like, forget to eat. And then i have a day where it's like, oh, my God, I've got all this random food. And then
1: I have to move it. Yeah. But I'm optimistic at the moment. So Good. I mean, getting yeah. it sorted beforehand is what matters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you
1: do later. Like, you can't predict what you do later. Yeah. So that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it would have to be, well... Um, two weeks when we did the podcast with Jesse I spoke about um we Jesse and I spoke about how I wanted to upgrade my kit Mm -hmm. and I did end up doing that so hopefully I should have my new lens this week
0: That's exciting. Yeah, Yeah. it is.
1: That's getting a new lens is always exciting. Yeah. Um, So yeah, hopefully I can like start taking better pictures um, and plan more shoots. Yeah. Like creative shoots. We
0: literally went downstairs, had lunch with Jesse, and was talking (laughs) about lenses. Shreya goes into the office, comes back 10 minutes later and she's like, yeah, I bought a new lens. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: I think i had been like contemplating it for a while. Mm. And I really wanted to get my hands on it because I just, like, I was at the point where I was, like, "Mm, not super satisfied with the one I have at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Well, I have three, but, like, I wasn't super satisfied with one of them. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, well, I want to upgrade so I can get, like, more creative with the pictures I take. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice to have someone to push you into yeah. it. Not push, but you know, convince you that it's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I never need convincing. I'm an impulse buyer. <laughs> um, I I'm can't co-
1: stop that. I do that a lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying not to. Yeah. Um, cool. So it's just you and me today. I thought since it's just us, yeah, it's been a while. Nice having you here. <laughs> um, that we could talk about defining success because obviously even as we've had our three lovely guests so yeah. far, success has been a big word to them. We yeah. discussed it being a big word For to sure. us when we yeah. created the podcast. And so I thought that there were, I mean, defining success is such a gray area, but I thought that maybe we could go through yeah. some of our experiences and learnings to how we have come to define success yeah. and how we're still defining it yeah. because I don't think it's just one stop shop. It's definitely isn't, very linear. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't, yeah. Cool. So, um, <clears throat> In terms of my story of how i define success i always had i mean i've been out of high school for this will be my fourth year out of high school and i think in those four years or however many years you are out of high school for before it switches and you're like okay i wasn't in high school for 13 years you know the balance sort of starts to even out I think you have to create your own definition of success because you've been spoon fed yeah. grades and students doing other things. Comparison, you have a curriculum that literally defines success to yeah. you um, based off, you know, NCA and teachers' opinions and you know, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so I think coming out of high school, that's when a lot of people are like, oh shit. I don't have yeah, anything I mean, to yeah, to yeah. actually compare myself yeah. to in terms of people like giving me a pat on the back if I do if I get an excellence or you know, trying to fix it if I get just an achieve, yeah. that kind of thing. And so I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. And then the only thing that we can compare ourselves to is each other, other. doing other things. Yeah. And so I think that's where the whole gray area of what success actually means to
1: you outside of high school. Um, did you, what did you do after
0: high school? What was oh. your,
1: when you graduated? Wow. Well, um, I went straight to uni. Mm-hmm. Um, I went straight to uni. I started off with, um, doing business and that happened because I did not want to do law. Yeah. Yeah. Like my parents wanted me to Did they? Yeah. try as a lawyer. Uh, my dad wanted me to do law since I was like yeah. 10 years old. Um, but um, yeah, I wasn't too keen on doing that. So I ended up doing like joining business and information management. And clearly turned out that it wasn't my thing because I was shit at mass. Um, <laughs> And accounting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I had to do it all throughout high school. And the funny thing is, like, you know how you talk about high school and mm. what defines success and how we're taught what success is? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, like, confined mm. into boxes. Yeah, of course. Um, I have had the experience of going to high school in two different countries, New Mm -hmm. Zealand and India, vastly different culturally, um, even the way like the education system doesn't even match. Um, And in India, you're often taught that to be successful in life, you need to know science and you need to know math. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you're just stupid.
0: Yeah. 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 And it's very blunt as well. It's very very
1: like subtle and underhanded. Right. But you're just Stupid if you don't know math and science. Yeah. And I never had the aptitude for either. I kind of feel now, like, in retrospect, that, you know, maybe if I had better teachers Mm -hmm. or a different uh, style of, like, teaching or education, I probably would have developed um, um, an interest in science. Yes. Or, like, maybe an aptitude for it. Yeah. But... No. Nah.
0: And sometimes it just doesn't come to you naturally. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Like
1: I now I do enjoy reading about like biology and stuff, but yeah. I don't think I'd have been able to study it as a subject. Yeah.
0: Do you think you're interested in it now because you're able to remove the fact that you need to be like good but, yeah. at it, you know? Yeah. yeah exactly. I agree exactly, with you on 100%. That.
1: And yeah. with math, I found out like way later from a mate of mine who's a clinical psychologist like we were just chatting and she deals a lot with like child and teen psychology Mm -hmm. and she was giving a class on learning disorders yeah and that's when I kind of found out that I possibly have a learning disorder for math
0: yeah because I Mm -hmm.
1: could never like understand formulas and concepts yeah they'd always get jumbled in my head yeah yeah oh I totally agree with you there yeah and for like years and years and years like people always told me that oh it's because you don't take enough interest in it, mm-hmm. which yeah. I never understood. I was like, but that's not the case. Cause like, so we have this thing in India, like in year 10 and 12, we have these things called, you know how we have NCA level one, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. So in India you have these things called board exams mm-hmm. and they're like these huge, like uh, really competitive examinations yeah. that you have to give. And, um, and we don't have the option of actually dropping math. So we have to do it up until right. year 10. Yeah. And I was given tuition classes for my year ten, like board exams, yeah. and imagine like going home from my boarding school two months, two and a half months. The teacher comes home every single day, teaches me the entire syllabus. Mm. I go back to school, I forget everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I ended up scoring like fifty-five percent in my math mm-hmm.
0: exam. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that like it was good to have that perspective change once I came to New Zealand mm-hmm. and yeah. to explore like different avenues at uni. Like I did. Um, uh, like BBM for a, for a semester, figured out, you no know, math account, like stats accounting, not my thing. Yeah. Left it, started doing a BA conjoined with law. Mm-hmm. Figured out I could do law, but I wasn't interested in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then continued on to doing like film studies. Mm-hmm. So I think for me in that, that period of like seven years where I did my entire like undergrad, honors, master's, I kind of figured out success is being really good at what, you know you can do? Yeah. Like, yeah. you find your thing and you do it really, really well?
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's interesting. I think, as well, it's it changes, too. I think it changes in how it's all a mindset yeah. in terms of success, doesn't actually exist yeah that, i mean that's the same as time right yeah. time doesn't exist but you know it's like success doesn't exist because it's something that we have created for yep. ourselves so that we have a benchmark yeah. to reach yeah. and i think something that's really important is past present and future thinking yeah because if you think and if you let each one of them consume you too much then you're living in the past yeah. you're living too much in the present which is an actual thing yeah. you can <laughs> actually live too much in, in the present, present. Yeah. and um, future thinking I mean you can't always just be thinking about the sky high dream and not the steps to get there
1: yeah
0: um and you're always the oldest that you've ever been I think that that's something that I am always interested in you're always the oldest that you've ever been yeah. and I think I do know, know personally being in my early 20s you beat yourself up a lot yeah. about not being to the level where you
1: expect yourself to be because um, there's like this timeline that we yeah, have to achieve exactly. yeah and there's always been this timeline that we have to achieve like oh you know like by when you're 25 you need to do like yeah. this you need to be at a certain point in your career when you're 30 you at least need to be married with like one kid yeah
0: yeah for sure
1: fuck that like yeah. you don't
0: yeah absolutely um my mom she wrote her first book at the age of 45, I think. And now she's had like five children's books published. I think- That's amazing. Yeah, knowing that from a young age and being able to see her go through that process, I think I was year seven the first time that happened. And it was like this big, like, oh my God, like she wasn't just like, yes, she was a mother for this period of time. Yes, she did this work for this period of time, but there was an end goal that she always wanted to achieve. And so she was slowly working in the background through all the different stages of life to finally get Mm -hmm. to that point. And then in terms of success, achieving that was the success to yeah. her. You know, yeah. it's not like where the book goes from there, how, you know, that everything that comes after that, that is exciting, that is successful so as well. Yeah. But getting to that stage in her terms of defining success. Exactly.
1: You know, exactly. Yeah, I think like it changes t- from like time to time. Mm. Every mm-hmm. stage in your life, there's a diff- different uh sort of milestone that you set for yourself and you're like okay this is my definition of what success is in this point in time
0: Yeah, yeah. so how do you not compare yourself to other people i don't think i ever have
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um you as in you me like just no like you like everyone how do you not compare yourself oh yeah yeah
1: um i don't know personally i can just give you my example and that's just because um i have never really Cared for what other people think of me. Mm-hmm. I have never really cared for judgment. Yeah. I don't think it needs to exist. Hmm. Um, it does. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really care for it. It doesn't. I might sound like cocky. It's not. No, no. Yeah, because not. the more you think about what uh, what everyone else is thinking of you, the more it stops you from doing what you really want to do or what yep. you can do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I am the complete opposite. I cared way too too much, much. all the time, let it consume me, let people, you know, help me pick my path for myself until there's, exactly, it holds you back. And I think if you want to overcome that, you need to realize that by always comparing yourself, always thinking, oh my God, I should, you know, be doing exactly the same as what this person's doing because they're in the same life stage as me, they're doing this, blah, blah, blah. It does consume you and you don't have enough time to, going to take an example from what stan says about business he's thinking if if he's you know spending too much time in the business he's not spending time working on the business business. if you're spending too much time within your head thinking about how you know comparing yourself and getting amongst you know that whole situation then you're never above a little bit thinking okay how can i push myself forward how can i actually achieve what i want to achieve rather than sitting on the couch dreaming about the day that i'm gonna go yeah. off and do this yeah which isn't gonna happen if i don't yeah. make it happen yeah and that's yeah yeah that's absolutely right learning. like
1: i think uh this is a very like cliched example as well but like look at something like body positivity the reason that it's out there so much now is because people have been judged for the way they look for so long mm, mm-hmm. and everyone's yeah. just sick of it yeah absolutely. it's so shit like you don't need to just mm-hmm. be grateful for the body that you have because it's doing a lot for you every single day. Yeah, for sure. Right? So, like, yeah. just thinking about the fact that, oh, what if someone says something about me if I dress a certain way because I look a certain way?
0: Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But these are deep and rooted thoughts as well. Hundred percent. You have to get yeah. over that within it, yourself. Like before constant you self reflection
1: ever, like every single day. You mm-hmm.
0: definitely you can never just let something go, forget about no, it, no, no, not no, let no. things affect you if you no. haven't processed that within yourself to be able to get to the stage where you can just yeah. let it wash over you. Yeah. And so I think that's the steps in success. We've changed it we've changed <laughs> the story, <laughs> we've changed the narrative. But <laughs> and in terms of Being able to be a carefree person, a person that doesn't think about judgment, it doesn't come to you. You must have eventually had that process where you did learn to love yourself or learn to accept that you didn't actually care.
1: I think uh, for me, I don't think like thankfully, probably I didn't go through that process because ever since I was a child, I think it just came from the fact that I was given a lot of freedom to just be myself. Yeah, yeah. So I never really cared about what anyone else thought Mm -hmm. of what I did or Mm -hmm. said. Yeah. And I think that just helped me like all throughout my life. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say that, yeah, a few years ago, things did change. And, you know, like everyone goes through certain experiences. Mm. um, But um, and it then becomes hard to sort of like get yourself back to where you were before that. Yeah. But um, the fact that I did already have that mindset for a very, very long time um, help me heaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's laying the foundation, right? You can always go back to yeah. the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> as exactly. long as it's nice exactly. and strong. Yeah. yeah. No one actually cares what you're doing, what nope. you're up to. No,
1: People, nobody gives a shit. People have doing, their own stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: if you're doing something cool and someone, okay, Sweet Home for example, right? Yeah. So I've. Now published two print publications of Sweet Home, both within four months of each other. Because I was on a grind, I had no job. That was the only thing that I was doing. It was all consuming, and I was. I'm still as passionate to, to this day about it as I am. But I had more time to be able to put that passion towards it and sort of let it consume me, yep. which in itself was, you know, you know, not even that's not successful no. to me either. But. Um, and then I didn't do anything for a year on it, pretty much a whole yeah. entire year. And I was thinking, oh my God, people are gonna forget about it. People are gonna you know, ask me where it is. <laughs> it's gonna be like this big thing. No one really cares. Yeah. you know. I yeah. mean, if it had been to the level where it was successful, it was consistent, it was something that people expected, there was that following around yeah. it. Of course, it's important to try and remain consistent yeah. through that. But in terms of me being hard on myself for something that I, as enjoyable, as a passion, and I know eventually that time will come again when yeah. I can be as consistent yeah. as I want to be with it. Yeah. Why should I sit down worrying about it every night that I haven't put out another magazine, when that's probably going to create a rush, like, Yeah, exactly. Job? It's just
1: the pressure that you're putting on yourself. It's literally nothing else. Yeah, 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 for sure,
0: yeah. And so, yeah, it's good to be able to take a step back and realize yeah, that definitely. as well. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think, like, I kind of feel that sometimes, and I think it's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> Not because I was creating something, but, you know, like, there have been so many times that so many people have suggested, oh, why don't you start, like, a YouTube channel or something? I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to do it. There's, like, too much pressure on me for no reason.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's a whole creative thing as well. Like, me and you both have full-time jobs. We're both hectic at work all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I'd still go home and I'm like, oh, like, I should, I should probably draw a picture. Oh, I should probably do, like, something. Like, I should probably, like, yeah. nourish my creativity. When people, like, work their day jobs, they go home and they sleep it's and like, watch TV. I, yeah. You know, it's like, just, sit, ch- like, chill out. I mean, I know oh, that those are yeah. things that do make me feel better. If I practice the yeah. guitar after work, I feel so much better yeah. than if I don't. But if I don't do it, then I shouldn't go to bed, like, I didn't do anything creative with my like three hours left of the day once I get home. I know. Um, It's so hard to try and balance that out and I think it's creating a routine and making sure that you can not burn yourself out making sure that you can spend time on the things that you want to do and have that balance. But I feel creative in my job as well so I need to remind myself that that is where I'm spending a lot of that brain capacity at the moment.
1: Yeah, same. I think like with you just doing like so much editing all throughout the day, yeah. and with me like writing the amount that I do, like yeah. I think I'm gonna develop like a multiple personality disorder <laughs> by the time I finish this job. You're just writing for all these different people, people. <laughs> but yeah, like you can't, yeah. like you can't go about your day not being creative, no. especially for the two of us. Like it'd be very, very difficult if I was just mechanically churning out content all day long. Yeah, can't.
0: of course, yeah yeah and my hobby before editing these videos was making videos and editing them so it's like you need to, like that's when yeah. i need to take a step back yeah. and be like okay you're doing your hobby for your job now yeah. now create something new that's going to fulfill yeah. you um in that evening yeah. and so then i guess in terms of the actual definition of success i don't know what it means I to don't me know.
1: like i don't think there's one i think it's subjective mm-hmm. i mean maybe we've just been like talking in cliches but It is subjective. You can't define success. And I think, like, trying to define success based on what someone else is doing, it's just stupid because you're not that person.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I think about success throughout life, like, success to me was getting into, when I was younger, like, getting into a play that I wanted to do. Success for me was leaving high school, not because I was graduated, but because I was so ready to go. Success to me was... You know, finding new flats, finding new friends, like, all that kind of thing. And then finally, in terms of success from a career point of view, I feel successful now because I've found something that I enjoy getting up in the morning to do. Yeah, exactly. And so that's just a little piece of success. And I have big goals. I have big aspirations. Yeah. They're all crazy and wild, and people are like, you're you're never going to get there. Well, I mean, people don't say that. They're just like, oh, wow. Wow, (laughs) But, um. I mean that I like that is successful to me, but yeah. if I don't appreciate the small successes in between, then I don't think I would ever appreciate the big success. Like, it's um, like getting famous overnight, right? I don't yeah, know whether sure. I don't know whether you would um, feel that satisfaction of what you define success if it just turned around and was like, Here you go, silver spoon. Silver spoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah um, I I completely agree. I mm. think uh for me it, it it'd have to be the same, like yeah. There are small wins all along the way. Me being able to get into my honors program mm. and not because I wanted to, but because I was like invited from the university to do it. Yeah, Huge win. Yep. Being able to work at the place I wanted to work in India. Mm. Huge win. like yeah. mm-hmm. Just this dream that I had that if I like for my journalism career, like some point in time, I want to do that. I did it. And that's yep. a huge win. Yeah, for sure. I don't think either either of us would have ever thought that we'd be doing a podcast, but this is a huge win as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Not a lot of people
1: get to do this. They want no. to do it, but they can't. Yeah, Like, for sure. we've had the opportunity, so I think it's a huge win. Yeah, I so agree. So there's, like, small wins all along the way. Mm-hmm. You can always have your bigger dreams and keep working on them in the background. Yeah, for sure. But have also the, focus on, like, the
0: really tiny stuff. Have the bigger dreams, focus on the success yeah. now, and remember yeah. all the steps that it took to get there, because yeah. we always forget about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, big rambles from Shan Shreya today. But good though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was good fun. It's always nice when it's just us chatting too. I but agree. I'm looking forward, I think we've got we've got guests next week as well, which is exciting. So we'll stay tuned for that. Yeah, stay I successful. I always say that when I don't separate. know what to
1: say. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna not be able to like
1: say the word success. No, after keep this. doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Keep doing what you're doing.
1: <laughs> With the finger as
0: well. Okay. Bye.